0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Blog Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. You can deliver. Mm. Hmm. 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 probably not even watching
1: your vote is your voice stay
3: silent
4: and your opinion is lost your right to vote could be denied changes in state voting laws could affect you protect your right to vote call 1-866-MY-VOTE-1 or visit OccupyTheVote12.org.
2: It's time to be heard.
4: Occupy the vote. We will. We will. We will. We will. We will. We will. We will be counting. We will matter.
2: We will stand our ground.
4: We will be brave. Brave. Brave.
2: We will be heard. Heard.
4: We will. We will. We will.
2: We will organize.
4: We will. Vote. 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 We will. Vote. Because we matter.
2: Because you matter.
4: We will vote because we make a difference.
3: We will vote.
4: We will. We will.
5: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the talk with Micah and friends. And yes, it is me, Micah. Thank you so very much for uh, taking the time out tonight to listen to me and to listen to the guys that I have here. Tonight's show is called Let's Chat Part 2, which is a continuation show from July 6th um, when I had um, a great conversation show with, um, with some lovely young men. And they're actually back tonight, so I'm grateful for that. But um so we'll get to that in a second. But thank you again for following. Thank you again for listening. Thank you again for supporting. I really appreciate that. Um Remember, we are coming up on an election year. I'm not going to say we're coming up on. This is the election year. You have a choice, Republican or Democrat, if you want to choose another party or. Write in in someone That's totally up to you That's totally your preference I'm not going to tell you Who to vote for But I will tell you Who you should not vote for (laughs) But we're not going to get Into that right now But I just want to say If you're registered to vote Please go out in November And vote for your respective party Or whoever you deem the person uh, Qualified enough to represent you And this country um, in 2017 and beyond Also if you're not registered to vote and you're able to register to vote, please go register to vote. You can go to your local library. You can go to the DMV. um, You can go to your post office. You can go online to different websites. Google it because, hey, it is your friend. um, And find out the website so you can go in and and get um, registered. It's not too late, okay? All right, so all I ask, Again, I'm not telling you who to vote for. Just go out and vote because too many people have marched, died, protested, and did a lot in order for each and every one of us to have that particular right. Okay? It's an honor to vote. It truly is. But, again, thank you so very much for, um, for showing love. And thank you, especially for last, the last uh, episode that I had, which had over 6,000 views. Thank you and I appreciate you for that. Um, remember, you can go to hipcast.com. Click on the uh, directory link at the top put in The Talk, W4 slash Micah and Friends. It should put up the episodes. You can also go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Talk with Micah, the site that makes it happen each and every episode. Make sure you hit follow, and then once you follow me, then you can go ahead and listen to all of the episodes that I have published, okay? All right. Um, also, you can go to iTunes if you have an iPhone 4, 4S, 5, 5S, 5C, 6C, Success plus all that iPhone crap. (laughs) I have an iPhone, so I'm not downing them. But if you have an iPhone, you actually have a Purple Podcast app on your phone. Click on that. At the bottom right, there's a search option. Hit search, put in the talk, W forward slash Micah and Friends. It should populate for you. Hit subscribe, which is free. Subscribe to the show, and then you can listen to all the shows there as well. And if all of that is too much for you, you can simply Google, okay? So www.google.com, which is your friend. Put in a talk with Micah and friends, however you would like to. And all of the episodes should populate there as well, okay? And if you like to promote your business, brand, or your next event, please, please, please hit me up to at gmail.com. Again, if you would like to promote your business, brand, or your next event, please email thetalkwithmica at gmail.com. All right? So before we get underway with Let's Chat Part 2, I'm going to take a little time to pay some bills, and we'll be back with the guys.
4: What's up, guys? I'm AL And I'm C. And, and we're the Etcetera Twins. Make sure you guys check out our brand new single, Confetti, available on iTunes and Amazon today. Here's a little sneak peek.
6: Etcetera so Private. It's a private body.
4: this to myself many years ago before I ever put out a book that I wouldn't produce or put out any type of project if I didn't have something to say and so I really didn't think that I had lived enough to write a full book a sequel but I actually had something to say and I'm actually in love with this new book this new book is actually called one thing for certain two things for sure it is the sequel to Words Never Spoken, and I'm actually in love with this new book. <laughs> I'm just as excited about One Thing for Certain, Two Things for Sure, as I was about Words Never Spoken. What's up, everybody? This is Craig Stewart. My book's Words Never Spoken and the follow-up, One Thing for Certain, Two Things for Sure, can be purchased now from my website. That's www.craigtheriterstewart.com.
3: Ferris Mall Photos is back creating flyers and promos to raise money for Team Justin in the hopes to aid the National Kidney Foundation to find a cure for kidney disease. The edits are just $45, and you can receive an extra $5 off if you
5: share an ad for Ferris Mall Photos. All money raised will go to Team Justin to further the efforts of educating the masses about kidney disease, dialysis, and how you can avoid this from happening to you. Please contact Justin James on Facebook or feel free to call 504-307-3273. Again, that's area code 504-307-3273. Together we can win the fight against kidney disease while still looking fabulous in our photos.
6: Hey guys, this is Talia Kassanine, the current rating is Black Trans International and the founder of the Say No to Silicone Injections campaign. I started my campaign last year to keep people aware of the dangers of silicon injections. Please, 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 by all means, go to my Facebook page, Say No to Silicon Injections, 2 being the numeric number, and get as much information as possible. Educate yourself and educate your friends. We should all transition the right way and the healthy way. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to The Talk with Micah,
4: and this is your girl, T.S. Madison. Yes, God, honey, Miss New 22 inches herself. Remember, ladies, if you ain't rocking 22 inches or better, bitch, you're practically bald. (laughs)
5: Welcome back, everyone. If you just joined us, you've actually joined in at the best possible time, of course. Um, Tonight's show is entitled Let's Chat Part 2, which is actually a continuation from our July 6th show. Okay, And again, Let's Chat is very similar to my candid conversation shows where I would have a panel of guests, would we'll sit and we we'll would just have open dialogue, just like if we were just at your house or my house and just chilling and having some drinks, but also having good dialogue, good conversation, where we just you know sit sit back and discuss various topics, no matter what the topic, nothing is off the table. Okay, so since this is a, another impromptu show, it's not an official opener for season three. Um, I wanted to sit down again with the same four black men of the LGBTQ community and be open and honest and just simply chat, since we had such an explosive show and basically ran out of time. Last uh, a, a few weeks ago, so let's go ahead and welcome back to the show, Davian of Atlanta, Kevin of uh, New York, Dante's of, also of Atlanta, and last but not least, Rashawn of Houston, Texas. Welcome back, guys. Thank you. Yeah, well, hey, everybody here. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> yes, we are. Because yes. <laughs> we, cause we have had some hiccups, everybody. Um, coming in. I mean, <laughs> actually, actually, the guys were um in in a prayer line or on a prayer line and i was sitting waiting for them on another <laughs> line we don't know what happened thank and god. all of that but you know god intervened for just a second so thank you god for that um <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> nothing wrong yes. with a little intervention <laughs> but, um, <laughs> he sent the
6: missionary to come on yes he,
5: did. <laughs> yes he did but again welcome back to the show guys glad to have each and every one of you back with me tonight um, and so we're going to go ahead and get right into it. To anyone that's listening, if you would like to join in on the conversation, um, once we actually get the conversation going, if you want to press 1, if you have something to say, rather, a comment, question, topic, or whatever, press the option number 1 on your phone, um, and, you know, I'll bring you in if you have a question or whatever. So that's in the event if something piques your interest, you know. So don't be afraid. But I understand some people just love the conversation, so they want to listen in, and, and that's totally fine as well, okay? Um, again, like I said, we did have an exposure show back, in Ju- um, back on July 6th. So we had over six thousand. I don't know the exact number anymore, um, uh, verbatim, but it was about six thousand. Um, of course, we have a lot of people listening to the show from from all areas because this show gets out um, through blog talk radio, um, which a feature that I actually have. So not just on, so- on social media, as far as Facebook and Twitter and, and things of that nature. There's other ways for people to you know listen to the show. So I'm grateful for that. Um, last last well, I keep saying last week, but uh, July 6th we discussed. Uh, we discussed the post-Orlando um, shooting just a little bit. We, we we touched on it, but we didn't really take a deep dive into it. But we did speak on it, and we did honor those individuals who lost their lives on June 12th. Um, we talked about uh, who cried for the little black boy, and that was um, in reference to a passage or a uh, topic that um, Craig Stewart who is the writer of Words Never Spoken and Two Things For uh, One Thing For Certain, Two Things For Sure. Um, we discussed about that Who Cries for the Little Black Gay Boy, you know, and we had a great discussion about that. So if you wanna know what we talked about, you can definitely go back um, to that particular episode and listen as well. We talked about the thirty year we we talked about the thirty and the forty year old versus the twenty year old gay and the difference between then and now and um the the big mass difference between um the two the two ages or just basically the 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 80s babies 70s 80s babies versus the the 2000 babies or the 1990 babies I'll say that um, we talked about uh, gay families chosen families safe havens safe houses those sort of things that was a great conversation um, we also talked about black black gay pride um, and their relevance, that was a great topic, you know, is Black Gay Prize are are they relevant, you know? Um, do we still need them? And, you know, I, I learned some things on the call, I respected what the guys had to say, and, you know, it had me thinking about some things, so, of course, if things turn around, you know, maybe I'll go back, who knows? Um, and then we also ended with the hardships of dating in 2016. Uh, and that part is to be continued. And that's what we're going to start off with, um, <laughs> the, the hardships of dating. And I want to ask the guys some questions. And, again, I actually, actually ask the guys if they have anything that they want to bring up, you know, throughout the course of the show, feel free, because um, I can't think of everything. I try to find things on social media. I try to uh, find things as I go, as I'm writing, as I'm um, jotting down and or whatever, and uh, about what I want to talk about and you know, I don't. I can't think of anything. I mean, think of everything. Excuse me. So um, that's what we talked about, and we're gonna go ahead and move on. So we're gonna talk about the hardships of dating or the problems with dating. So to my guys, I'm gonna go ahead and just, you know, I I, I I'd rather call somebody out versus waiting for someone to respond. But I wanna I, I wanna go back to I say Dantes because Dantes is the one who was ending, and I was rushing his ass. <laughs> but oh He was yeah. ending. He oh, was yeah. ending but I, I wanna ask I wanna start with Dantez and then um anybody else can respond. But Dantez, honestly from your perspective, what do you think is a problem with dating within the black gay community? From your honest perspective.
7: From my honest perspective. Okay. Um last time um what I was ending on basically was talking about um the city that I live in, of course, is Atlanta, and I was talking about the variety of guys that are up here and what I meant by variety I meant by um, there is an abundance of black gay men in Atlanta. And by there being an abundance, it can work for you and it can work against you. Um, Mm -hmm. From what I've experienced is that you get with somebody, you get with the guy, and basically you try to build a connection. But the problem is because we stay amongst so many gay black males in Atlanta, uh, there is – I won't even say competition. I'll just say there's a variety of other things to choose from, so there i most of the guys see i'm I've been here a while, so i'm not my eyes aren't wide open when it comes to oh my god, there are so many you know dudes in Atlanta that's secondary to me, but I feel like a lot of people aren't in this city aren't um past that they're not past the they're not past they they're they're still in awe when it comes to how many guys there is? They're still in all with, Oh my God, they're attractive. Oh my God, they're in college. Oh my God, they have careers, or hell, they go. They um are involved in pageants, balls, clubbing. Um, so it becomes to where it's it's uh, um I don't know. It becomes to where it's actually a hardship for you to even find somebody that 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 that, that doesn't phase them in this city. Um, now, um outside of Atlanta just period when it comes to black males. I think also we are, we still um, live in a box. And I think me and you discussed, all of us discussed this last time. Um, We live in a box when it comes to dating because of the stigma of being a gay black male, period. Um, And to express, wanting to express PDA in public. Hey. Um, wanted to wanting to do things as far as go, and I think this incorporated into when we were talking about gay pride. Um, wanting mm-hmm. to do things that um, kind of express your express your pride in your lifestyle, and because of that, it seems like sometimes we are living. We have to live and have um, a download or undercover or some type of relationship to where we'll we'll have a relationship, but. It's not in public. It's just like, oh, um, well, you know, we go together, and you know, that's the that's the gist of everything. But I feel like, you know, we still are afraid of. And not, I'm not, I'm not suggesting everybody does this because I still have an issue with it myself. Um, now I was, you know, conversing with someone a while ago, and he grabbed my head in public, and I was like, "What are you doing?" So, I I, I really didn't know how to react to that. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of people will tell me you you should be happy that you know, your boyfriend will want to grab your hand in public and doesn't care who is around. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually that's actually a great thing, um, you know, because, you know, I've been in relationships before where they were very, very PDA, very, didn't care where we were at, amusement parks and everything. And mm-hmm. I was happy with that. Mm-hmm. But there's still something that I have to get past as a black mm-hmm. man as well, because I see uh, couples <laughs> that aren't black I see, mm-hmm. you know, Hispanic couples. I see white couples, even Asian couples. I see them and they're homosexual men mm-hmm. and they have
1: no issue with it.
7: And I know you guys that stay in New York, in the bigger cities, mm-hmm. it's nothing. It's, it's <laughs> secondary. Now, I know some parts of the city may be different, right. um, but, you know, it is what it is. And I feel like those are two things that are plaguing, you know, uh, um, aside from being faithful and want to have a long-term relationship and not mm-hmm. wasting somebody's time when it comes to those things, because I've seen that happen as well. You know, people say they want one thing, and then when they get it, all bets are off. So I just feel like those are three, actually, three main things that plague the black gay male when it comes to relationships.
5: Okay. So you, you actually um, started talking about something that, You know i was going to talk about but but i'm glad that you brought it up earlier which is totally fine and that's public public displays of affection um i'm sure Mm -hmm. all of us all of us have that story um and you know i'll share mine really really brief but um every all of us had that story of public displays of affection or um when when it happened for us and how we felt now i definitely want to know how you guys felt um when that first happened Dantes, we kind of got your um the gist of what happened with yours Um, But I I definitely understand when it comes down to Atlanta. And I used to be the person that I lived in Atlanta for 12 years. Um, I was the person that was always defending Atlanta. Oh, no, Atlanta's not full of whores. Oh, no, Atlanta, you can find a relationship. I would always defend Atlanta (laughs) only because I would always defend Atlanta because I felt like I could defend it because I've seen it. And I, and I know of couples right. that have lasted for so very long. So I'm just right. like, if exactly. they've lasted it's for 10 years, they if feel. they've lasted for 15 years, then it can happen. Right. It's just a matter of the, the, the mindset of the individual. And a lot of times the we have individual. to figure, right, we have to also be cognizant or aware of, who we're dating and the age bracket and and think about when you're 34 years old or 35 or whatever the case may be and you're sitting there dating somebody 23 or 24 years old, just moved to Atlanta, this and the other, like you cannot expect them to want to be automatically in a relationship or they may say they want to be in a relationship, but then when they get into it, they don't understand the responsibility of it. And not only that, they get around the fact that it's so many men like, Oh my God, he has a body. Oh, he's sixteen. Oh, he did. Oh, he got this money. Oh, he drive that, and he like me too. Oh shit, bitch! I don't know if I want to, you know, sit here and uh be be uh be tied down to one. So so you have all of those things. So I think yeah,
6: your your reasons. The, are,
5: go ahead.
6: I would say it's the kid in the candy store syndrome.
5: Yeah. Exactly.
6: Yeah,
5: most it's, definitely. Exactly.
6: It's yeah, it's like. You, you walk into a candy store, and there's so much candy to choose from, and you have no idea, so you try to grab a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this. But see, what happens is over time and after a while, you start to have your feel of candy, and then you start to remember that first bite of candy that you had. And then now you're living regretfully because now it's like, you know what? I should have just stuck with that Almond Joy instead of trying to run around and grab all these Skittles because now I'm sitting by myself and all those Skittles have moved on and the Almond Joy has moved on too. Yeah.
5: And you sitting there looking foolish. You know, so yeah, I, I definitely agree and mm-hmm. thank you Tom so much, Kevin, for that analogy because it, it's true. I, I think that um I mean that also goes into the the part of and I'm gonna get Rashawn and um and Davian's point of view in regards to what they feel the problem of, of dating is, but I, I just feel like, you know, um, I don't know, like when you get to a certain I think as you get older, when you get to a certain age or whatever, you kind of realize, okay, this is what I want, da 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 boom boom boom. But, again,
2: when
3: you get into
5: these metropolitan cities, nope. you said no. Oh, you said I don't know what you no. want? <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I don't know
6: what you want? No, no, no. It's, okay. no, 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 It's not that. It's uh, not that. Keep in mind, I'm 40, so I'm probably the only person on this call. But it does. It, it, your age doesn't equate, you know, your ability to be ready. So you can be 50 and not be ready. You can be 21 I, I and be absolutely ready and head forward. But I I, think I, I I think it all plays a part into, like, a couple of things as to how I see it. The first thing is perception. First of all, how do I see myself? How do I see others in retrospect to myself? And how do I see my life folding out or playing out? What do I actually want? Once we can answer those questions and actually figure out exactly what it is that I'm looking for and what I want, at this point, not tomorrow, not what I was looking for yesterday, but today when I woke up, what exactly am I looking to find? Once we start to begin to answer those types of questions, then we'll be able to find the happiness that we're literally trying to achieve. But a lot of times we delude ourselves in the false sense of security and false sense of happiness because for that moment, this person makes me happy. And for that next moment, this person doesn't make me happy, and so forth and so on because we're starting to settle for things and people and situations that, of course, are not long-term goals, are not yeah. long-term people. We, you know, I, so people walk in your life. Go ahead. no, no, because no, like people walking your life, yeah, was like people are seasonal, a lot yeah. of people are seasonal, like a yeah. lot of people are seasonal, yeah. and you have to learn how to differentiate between the seasonal people and the people with the lifetime the lifetime potential, because the seasonal people are just here and and trust me, you know it you you know it when you first meet them. you 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 say to yourself, this can't be real, he can't like me." Does he really like me? Or if you have those questions like, is he being for real? Why is he acting like that? Then you start to understand who, who's seasonal. But that person who is not seasonal, you, you don't have those questions. The, the only question that you have is, when am I marrying him? Mm. So Davian, you, like, you, you know.
5: <laughs> chime, Davian, Rashawn, chime in. What do you feel about okay. the dating? Or if you want to chime in on what we've already spoken oh, about, that's going to be fine, too.
1: I don't know if y'all uh, ask me about because I told you I don't know how to date, so and I'm the problem, so. I don't yeah, know. you
5: are the problem. So you you might want to be just listening tonight. I'm just like. <laughs> That's what I, I'm gonna sit quietly and listen. Thank you. Not <laughs> get your night,
6: notepad, take the notes. Right, not
5: not all. Don't be quiet all night, but maybe just right here in this segment. Um, no, just on this topic because. I don't yeah, know just I on know this topic. To I know. Yeah.
1: I'll meet good guys, but mm-hmm. they they can't accept the fact that I'm not ready. I know that I'm a good guy. I know how I am in relationships. I know what I bring to the table. I know uh-huh. what I expect. I know what I want. Uh-huh. I just don't want it right now. And
5: God, okay, and you and you're not putting yourself in the in the position to where you're meeting people that possibly want to to have more with you, are you?
2: <laughs> well.
5: So no, let me tell you. So I meet people,
1: but I'm I'm always upfront in the sense of sometimes I try and get them to run away and leave me alone, but I don't want to make it seem like I don't know like I'm unattainable or something like that. So I'll agree to hang out with people and I'm open to a connection. If mm-hmm. I meet somebody and granted I don't want to be in a relationship, but I met somebody and it was just like, "Oh damn, he's cool." I'm down for it, but I haven't met anybody that made me feel like that yet. But at the same time, when we do hang out, and even before we hang out, I'm very upfront in letting them know that I don't want a relationship. I like being by myself right now. The time that I have with myself is great for me, and I don't want anything more than that. Now, if they still choose to say, hey, let's go hang out, let's go do this, let's do that, then that's on them, but I'm always upfront. Now, at the end of that, if they still. Manage to, you know, like me or want more. I don't feel bad in saying, well, you know, I was upfront from the beginning and said I didn't want that. Now I don't lead them on to the point of. I'm spending the night and we're going on all these dates and stuff like that because I think that leads to trouble. And I'm real big on not playing with someone's feelings and emotions because that will get your ass slapped. But, you know, I just feel like you got to be honest, and I'm always honest, but I don't want a date, and guys, they can't handle that.
5: And I, I believe, and I totally get it, I believe that you should not, especially as you as you start to get older and mature and, and you I'm have old. these, <laughs> and you've had these experiences in life with men and all this kind of stuff, like, I feel like you just have to really go with the flow. Do not have any, and I'm just not saying you, I'm just saying, any. generally speaking, don't go into things having expectations, because I think a lot of times when we go into mm. it, like, we, we start dating this guy, or we we start talking to this guy, we automatically, oh, bitch, I can see him being my boyfriend, I can see him doing this, okay, yeah. next we go. Yeah. You know, don't, don't go into it with expectations like that, because really you're you're, you're fucking yourself over in the, in the end, you know what I'm saying? And and now you're you're trying to hold what you guys have to this expectation that you put on yourself or you put on this relationship that's not even a relationship. So what ends up happening? You become looking like the ass, the ass in the end. Yeah, it just yeah. enjoy the moment. So so I say that also to say this of, of what you just said in regards to oh they want to go out. To dinner, and you don't want to keep doing all of that because it may lead to something else. My thing is, go out to dinner. Okay, let's go out to dinner. Let's go to a movie. Let's do this, da da da. Do it in moderation. Not, you know, make it a every other day thing because of course, when you do every other day, people start equating that to oh, bitch, we're dating now. So no, maybe maybe once a week we hang out, we do this, we do things, not necessarily by ourselves or together, but maybe a group or, you know, a few other friends or whatever the case may be, you know, but go out doing that because I believe for me, I've never, I, I've never had an expectation. I've just kind of let things play out how they play and on the last two relationships, I just ended up in them. You know what I'm saying? And we just kind of look at each other like, damn, we in a relationship, huh? Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, it is what it is. And 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 we're good because it was, just, it, just, it was natural. It wasn't forced. I didn't force it in my head. They didn't force it in their head, you know? So, I, I just Want people to do not have any high expectations of you meeting this boy on Jack the AFA or whatever, and y'all done spent two or three t- nights together, and n- now that's your boo and that's ah uh, just just go with the flow because he may not be your Mr. Right, he may be really Mr. Wrong, you know. So um don't 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 hold yourself to those high expectations. Uh, Rashawn, you over there quiet. What um ah uh-huh. <laughs> what, 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 what Chime in on the conversation. I mean, anything that we've talked about or just from your perspective. Yeah.
3: Um, um, with the question being problems um, with dating, right?
5: Uh-huh.
3: Yes. Um, really, uh, you know, a little plug for last week, really, because that's what my thing is. A lot of people, again, just really just don't know who they are, so they don't know what they want. You
4: mm-hmm. so know, that's
3: why you spend all the time doing everything that everybody else spoke about um, except mm-hmm. dating, because he's doing what – I do and would, would do if I was in his situation because if you're not if you're not ready what, what's the point of you know bringing when you're in a relationship for me if I'm in a relationship I'm in a relationship with someone to be like not in a relationship with someone else like
2: forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm
3: not I'm not in a relationship with you just to like for this season or whatever or whatever the case exactly. may be I know under, you know I'm definitely understanding people are seasonal I'm not saying mm-hmm. that but what I'm saying is like if I'm in a relationship I call you my boyfriend you my boyfriend. And, like, I'm, yeah, my marriage vision is because, I mean, I don't, I don't you know, want to be in a relationship with no one else. Um, But I know what I want, what I got. He's only missing one thing. And, I mean, I can get that, but, I mean, it's not going to happen. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it's, you just have to know what you want, and that's when you get in a relationship, and those things will happen. My situation, my fairy tale literally came true, and it's because I just lived life. I wasn't mm-hmm. looking for him. Mm-hmm. And that's what I told God. I said, I don't want to meet him, like, on the deck. I don't want to meet them in the club or nothing. I want to be just like um, Fish. I see on this movie who was walking down the street, and her man come up to him, and all they do is look in each other's eyes, and then at the end of the
7: movie, you
3: know, they've had children, and, like, they have a house, like, with dogs and shit, and, like, all of that. And so Uh-oh. that happened. Me and the dude I've been dealing with nine years now, we met in the elevator. And... It happened like that, and so I we haven't gone anywhere. I mean, we've had time apart, but I mean <laughs> we're together we're together now and it's together like in, in a while. So it's not know, a situation right? to. Aww. But I mean, it it doesn't always happen like that. Like it yes. doesn't really always happen like that. And we have been through we have been through the war and back. Um. So I mean, but at the end of the day, like I never made a step like not thinking about like his. I like. His actions. And when we broke up for a period, I was ashamed at one point that he saw me with a crowd of people because perception is everything. So I figured he thought I was with someone there or whatever, and it literally was. I came to the club by myself one time, and those are the first people I knew who I saw. So bitch, that's why I was hanging with that night, and that was the first time we had seen each other since we actually had split, and it had been like seven months. And so mm. I was like, my God, like, God. And 10 minutes later, this nigga's hemming me up, like, why are you with them, da-da-da-da. And I'm like, bro, I like this guy here. And, you know, like, calm down. But, I mean, it just, I mean, things happen. We let people go through things. But I, I was ashamed. Like, I never made a move. I never knew. I knew that when we were apart, we would get back together. But we both needed, we needed growing space individually. Because when you're in a relationship, that's two becomes that one. And a lot of people come oh, yeah, do And I don't, oh, yeah. I don't play with that. Like, I don't. Like you know, it's 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 serious. You playing with someone's life. That's that's not that's something you don't play with. Yeah,
5: I, I don't believe in. And, and thank you, uh, Rashawn. Uh, and I'm so happy for you. I really, really, really am. Um, what what? Thank you. you you're welcome. Um, what 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 I don't understand. I think we touched on the last the last time was that you know, people walking or living as individuals. And so you brought up a, you know, a great point, you know, when it comes down to relationships, you know, you you do have your individuality, you do have your sense of self, you know, while being in a relationship, but at the end day, you have to also realize that you are, you're one, you know what I'm saying? And I know for me, Lord, if my ex listened to this, like he probably, well, I, I don't know what happened last time, but I did say something and somebody must have went back and told him, but you know, I don't care. But went back and told him and must have said, oh, you got to listen to the show or something because, like, literally, I think maybe the next day they text me, oh, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I ain't heard from you and God knows when. Like, what's up? You know, but they never mentioned anything about the show or whatever. But, you know, it is what it is. But I just remember my last relationship, like, at a certain point, feeling like I was the only one in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, feeling like I I was in. I was just living, I, I was an individual with someone, but really, I was just really by myself. You know what I'm saying? And, like, so when I would bring these things up and, hey, want to include you in this and the other, you know, um, it just, it didn't feel right. So that's kind of the reason why, or one of the reasons why, you know, I'm no longer with. Um, and so when Davian talks about, oh, well, I don't want to be in a relationship or whatever, I don't want to be in a relationship. And, And I go a step further, like maybe when you guys want to talk to you and you may want to go out or you go out and entertain them for a second, I don't do none of that. You know, I am very much go to work, go home. I do everything by myself. I don't really have people up here like that, you know what I'm saying, up in this New York, New Jersey area. But I prefer to kind of do things by myself and, you know, just do my thing um, only because I know that I don't want it because I don't want anyone intervening on what I'm trying to establish for myself. And I know me. I know that when I'm in it, I'm in it. And I just really don't want that extra extra stress, but on top of that, I know that I I want forever. I don't want a year. I don't want six months. I don't want any of that. So I have to make sure that in the event when I'm starting to entertain people that they understand that, baby, I'm not trying to, I'm not going to come off like that the very first time, but after uh, you know a couple of weeks and we start having these in-depth conversations, you need to know that, I want forever, eventually, with whoever I end up, you know, being with. I don't want these little fly-by-night relationships. So for me to be getting older, I don't have time to be having these little, you know, short, short-term short relationships. So I just choose to be single. I'm happy with that. Go ahead. Um, with that Kevin talking? No, that was me. I
3: was saying, y'all are so much better than me because my attention span is about two weeks long.
5: Who said that? Who's that? Who's that? that Rashawn. Oh you you say your attention well e- well Everly, evidently it's nine years long <laughs> no I'm
3: talking about like when when dating when dating, oh okay I'm talking about what I got right
5: now yeah. oh,
3: but I'm just saying see? like I because I can't because again, like I can't play with people like emotions like when you start getting too silly, like I get so annoyed. Like I just can't because I'm not on that level, so I just completely shut it off. But I'm just saying. Well, like, I
5: okay, explain because yeah, really I, like, I need some more information. I, I need. So, so what do you mean much, I'm example? I'm very much how really how you just explained it. Like
2: okay. really, I'm
3: very much. I go to work. I stay by myself. I don't do. I don't really do all of the. We're gonna go, go on yeah. dates. Like I do the movies and all of that stuff with my family or my friends who mm-hmm. I've known for 13, 15 years. Right. Like I'm not gonna go spend intimate time with someone who I'm not going to like spend time, because 'cause I'm spending money. I haven't went to work for that and then like I'm not gonna get that back or whatever the case may be and I, I'm I do you
5: not know. I mean it's real it's real serious out here in these streets. I mean it, it really is it's real but, serious.
6: It, it, see, it, it, I think ahead, the, the <laughs> Oh, let's say I I think the hardest part about dating mm-hmm. is people don't have most people and I'm not gonna say all people but mm-hmm. by and large, people have the inability to keep it a hundred. To yeah. be their most authentic self, to actually mm-hmm. just be you. See, yes. like, the worst thing that you could possibly do is make me fall for you, and then the other shoe drops, and you have yeah. to be a whole other person, and the person yes. you presented yourself. And there lies the problem. The, the, most of the problem is like if you really are looking for something and, and you swear you're looking for love, or you're looking for forever, or you're looking for whatever, whatever you're looking for, why not just present you? Because I guarantee you, nine times out of 10, People are gonna like who you are. If they don't, then they don't. I mean, most of the time a no just means not today. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. forever. Most of the time right. it just means not today. But be yourself, be you, because if I if if you like you, hopefully you do, then everybody else is going to like you, and then right. the person that you're going to be with doesn't feel bamboozled or hoodwinked that like who the hell are you? Mm-hmm. When did you get here?
5: This not this is not the person that I I fell in love with, or this not the person that. I've grown yes. to like, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. When, so, whew. so so along so along that, that same line of, uh, of you know fall in love, or you you presenting one person, but then you turn out to be another. You know, um, you know, upon coming out, you know, and exploring who we are as gay individuals, you know, we start with so many restrictions. There's a restriction mm-hmm. you know um and, and we all, and, and we Talk all know we started out when we started out, <laughs> <laughs> we started out early it. on, um it was uh, <laughs> it, it, it feels the norm today. no facts, no films. you can't be this, you can't be that. you gotta so we all have this person built up in our heads of what we want today, because of what we have done is we've walked along the streets, we've seen the type of guy we like, we've been in the club, we've seen the type of guy that we like as far as attraction, you know, physical attraction or whatever, you know, we've seen, watched TV, we've seen the type of guy we like or whatever, so as young adults, we, you know, put up in our heads, oh, this is what I want, this is the type of man that I want, if I can't have this man, I don't want, so then we go on these Back then it was BGC, A for A, M for N, all the, you know, Men for Now, all of those good good sites. And Yay, before we yay.com. can really, yeah, all that. Before we can Black Planet, College Club, before we can really get into who you are, we got a disclaimer. So a lot of times, <laughs> you know, a person <laughs> will say, I don't want this, I don't want that. Or, Shit, we don't passed like 40 people. Okay, well, bitch, they don't want this. Well, I ain't that. So let, they don't want this. Okay, well, I ain't let, you know, whatever. So it's like I, I want to know, very interesting, from each person. When you came out, what were what were a couple of your restrictions when you first came out and you first started dating? And and tell me <laughs> how those restrictions have dropped and why have they dropped? Why are they no longer a restriction anymore? And don't tell me oh, because we'll you've grown. Don't tell me because you've grown and you're, <laughs> you're, you're you got older. But really <laughs> get into. And death with it. What were your restrictions? I want to go and first. Tell me, and tell me why? Have, why have they? Um, tell me your restrictions and why have they dropped? And you know all
6: that kind of stuff. All right. So when I first came out um, back in the year of our Lord uh-huh, nineteen eleven. So. I'm just go ahead. <laughs> so when I came out, um, it wasn't taboo to be gay. So you know, being gay and being out and all of that, it was just not the thing. You would literally get beat up, drugs possibly killed kidnapped however so though and you know and and back then in the south it was just you know it was god first and everybody else second so when i first came out my my you know disclaimer or what have you was that you be you know undetectable that you be dl that you be regular you you know you don't have to be a thug because i wasn't attracted to thugs but you just need to be passable Daytime okay. passable to where I can bring you around my mom. <laughs> realness with a so twist Realness with a twist. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. No twist. Just realness. Just
5: but no, you so, had to have that you had to have that realness look.
6: Basically. Right, because yeah. again, I'm young. I still live at home, so I, I, if I want to see you, I want you to be able to come over to the house. I want you to be able to spend the night without without raising any eyebrows or without anything yeah. being said. I, you know, they I, you I, I had a girlfriend eyebrows. back then. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a girlfriend back then, so you had to be able to be around her and not, you know, raise any drama or any trouble because exactly. she was my uh, what 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 they call those. The, uh, the, um, she was a girlfriend, but she wasn't really a girlfriend. She was my broom or something, whatever they call that. Anyway, so but now, I literally want you to be the most comfortable gay person in the world. I I, I don't care if you got the hardest twist or you know or, 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 or you wear makeup or any kind of carrying on, as long as you're your best authentic self. Because to me, as as I grew older or at my expectations changed, I learned to police my expectations. Because mm-hmm. I, I started to see the fact that all these people were so happy and everybody was so in love and, and these people were finding people and finding other people and you got two ugly people together and you got a person who is this and you got two films together and, mm-hmm. and, and I was missing out. Mm-hmm. I was missing out because I had I had this litany or laundry list of things that I was not going to accept. But right. I had to I, I first of all I had to make a step and say, Hey, I'm going to live my truth So as long as as long as I'm living my truth, I shouldn't it shouldn't matter to me about who's living theirs and how they're living their life. And this made me happier and also made me, you know, enjoy dating and being with other people. Hmm. Love
5: it. Okay. So you 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 said undetectable and passable realness. They had to yes. have that at first. Realness. Yes.
2: Okay. Okay.
5: All right. Um, who's next? I would love to hear the restriction and why has it dropped.
7: Okay, I'll go. Oh, okay. Next.
5: I'm, okay, go ahead, Dante. I'll you.
7: go next. Um, I really didn't haven't an, okay and I don't wanna sound like you know, <laughs> like I'm that guy, but I really Mary had, didn't have a lot, a lot of Huh?
5: Mary Magdalene over Mary here. Go Magdalene.
7: ahead. <laughs> no, it's not like that. Go ahead. I don't wanna sound like that guy, but I really did not have a lot of restrictions. Um because Um, I don't know. I just, I was open to all races. Um, I was open to pretty much all sizes, but, um, I wasn't, um, (laughs) there's a but. I wasn't too, um, I wasn't too keen on dating anybody that was, um, over a certain size. So I guess, I guess I fit into that section where, uh, the no fast, no film. I guess I I did fit into that Um, because I just wasn't dating anybody. And, I, you know, when I was coming out, I was very, very skinny. (laughs) Um, So I was just like, oh, I'm not dating anybody that's over a certain size. And then, of course, I came out in the late 90s. So (laughs) um, after high school, of course, I still was, oh, he's too gay. Uh, I, I can't No, There's no way in hell that I would even try to date him. And I can't. And once again, just like Kevin said, I could couldn't bring him home to mama or grandma. Couldn't do right. it. Um. So my first boyfriend, he was, you know, he was a regular guy. Um. You know, worked a fast food job. Um. He knew how to cut hair. He came over and he even cut my brother's hair one time. So, it was very much I, like I said. and I've told this in the last show. Um. It was nothing for me to come out because I had an uncle, right. that Came out for me. So my family was already, and I think I had on my other side of the family, I had a lesbian half sister. Um, so it kind of was like nothing for me to come out. It was, you know, pretty much smooth sailing, but I still wanted some normalcy. So I still had the boyfriend that wasn't too feminine, the boyfriend that, you know, dressed like a boy and how that's changed, um. I do and it, it it came down to it's about growing. I know you said, Oh, don't make that an excuse, but it's about growing and I've grown to like I've grown to like um what I like and that's just it. Um I like a boy with a little twist now or whatever. That that does that, that doesn't phase me now, whatever. I like the Butch Queens, I like the honeys oh, yeah. or whatever. Um oh, so yeah. all of that does, all oh. of that doesn't like faze me anymore or whatever it used to but all that doesn't phase me anymore and i've been in relationships with one i've been in one um that that been in a relationship that a guy that used to do drag for a long 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 time and you know he stopped oh. and came, you know, and he became a you know just a regular guy but at the same time it, it did not faze me because that's what i liked at the time and mm-hmm. to, until this to, to this day, I'm still the same way when it comes to guys or whatever. I don't mind. Now I said a little twist, I, I you know because there's a line or whatever. So I have changed, and I only want to say change. I have evolved when it came to being in a lifestyle and what I you know I, I basically came into what I like. What I like is just that what I like, and that's it. Okay. Oh, and Kevin. Kevin. Yep. Kevin, what you were saying about the girlfriend? I, I had that too. Um, it's called a beard. It's called a beard. That's a what beard. you call a girlfriend. A beard. beard. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh,
5: interesting. <laughs> I was so I had figured out. I, was so, like, so, I a, so I had a beard for five, four, what, four years. Is that what I is that what I had in high school? A beard. Yeah. It, mm-hmm.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you, had beard. you had a beard. Interesting. Now <laughs> she's a now she's
5: a lesbian. She's a stud. Go figure. Um so Damien. Okay. Damien or Rashawn, either one of y'all, um, tell me about your restrictions and and uh, what they were and, you know, when did they drop and why? I wouldn't say I never really had no
3: restrictions. I'm kinda like Dante's on it. Mm -hmm. Um well, I knew that you had to at least have been... It, really, it started off young. I knew you had to be light-skinned. I'm was. only attracted to light-skinned people Really like, so much. If you're dark skin, you dark-skinned, you got to catch the charm, like, all the way. Like, you got to... woo. But, that
7: was one of mine, too, Rashawn. <laughs> that was one of mine, as well. A long time ago. But this changed.
3: Um,
7: but that was really it.
3: Other than that, until the first time I went to New Orleans and I saw them dreads, it just turned into, you got to be light-skinned and dreads, and shit. Again, that's what I got, so...
5: Hey. And, baby, those are hard to find. Do you hear me? Life's dealing with they hard to find. Jesus. And, okay. and
3: from New Orleans, baby? What? And from New Orleans. But that was good. I mean, that's really just it. I mean, I didn't really, really have no restrictions. I'm really open. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have too many uh, boyfriends, anybody I was dealing with. It's been years that I dealt with them in very long periods of sense at the time. Um but that was really it. I didn't really. I'm open to all sizes, whatever. I mean, just as long as I mean, but it's hard to get to know me like that, though. Like, like again, like I said, I'm very to myself at work, in the house, or whatever. So you have to catch me. You had to catch me on a flyby. So it was really hard. It was you know, it was really hard for somebody to get in there like that.
1: So I mean, right.
5: okay, Davian, I'm listening.
3: Okay, so
1: my story is a whole lot different, and it's gonna mm-hmm. kind of be like it's, it's a two part story. So. When I first came out, so I didn't know what kind of guy I like, but I was real big on Elan Harris and Boy Blue blues oh, and stuff like that. And ah, so those, back ah. in my time, they presented like not male, female, but soft and hard. And mm-hmm. guys always thought, I, because, well, people, people considered me a pretty boy, so I was always considered to be soft, but I was never soft, like I was tough. So, I needed a guy that I could punch. And so, I felt like in order for him to take a punch, he had to look like, you know, Rock Tim Mm -hmm. and the wife beater and not the thug, but he had to be the masculine guy. So, that was the kind of guy I was into. Now, the issue. Not punch. Hell yeah. So, So, the issue with that is. When you want to go hang out with the thug and, you know, you want to date the thug, the thug wants you to be on the bottom. Well, I didn't want to be on the bottom, so that's when the conflict would arise because it was like I liked this masculine guy, but I didn't want to be bitched out and, but quote, unquote, be treated like the bitch in the relationship. So that was the the first issue. Over the years, what I've learned is all of that was a friend. Like, he can be hard as hell, but it didn't necessarily mean that he was a man. That was just his outside facade that he put on for people. Over the years, what I realized is just that, like they said earlier, I just want somebody who's comfortable with being them. And I feel like when you date somebody, you have to date somebody that's open-minded because everybody don't always want to be on the bottom but if you go into this relationship dating the top, you have to be you have to have an open mind that one day he may want to roll over and let you get on top of him. And you have to be okay with that in the sense of allowing people to change. So over the years now, I don't really care who I date. It's, 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 as long as I'm attracted to them and they're attracted to me, then we can pretty much rock out. But, yeah, so that's my journey.
5: Well, great. I don't... I'm I'm just sitting here. I, I love you guys stories, but I'm sitting here trying to figure out that I have to have a restriction. I'm really like, I'm really like, Easy. I'm really like baffled. Easy. What?
3: Come on, you 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 got one or two now.
5: That that I just did not. I'm mm, See, I'm going back to like when I started, like eighteen, nineteen. I don't. I I never liked the so maybe that was, and I still don't. Um, so I don't want, I didn't want no thuggish, ruggish type of guy, or no guy who just gave me downright trade. You know, I've never really messed with the trade. The only, um, like maybe old. Well, I don't, I don't even call them trade. I call them daddies. Like the older guys. Like when I first came out, I was dating like the thirty. I was eighteen, dating a thirty-five year old. He was actually a, a year younger than my mom at the time. Yes. But I was. That, that's what I was all into. And then my friends started telling me, <laughs> "Oh, I'm gonna get worms," and you know all of that. And so then I started moving toward the the younger guys, but I always still had an attraction to to, to older that's guys. That's what it was, ben. huh? That's what it was. I said, yeah, "That's what it was." Oh, that's what the was. Ha! I can't. But um, so I don't. I never really had a restriction. <laughs> I never really had a restriction, but I I definitely liked. I was always attracted to people that were comfortable, like you guys said, comfortable with themselves, and I always, and my friends who who know me and Dante and all that, I've always had guys that were feminine, so, in some way, somehow, so, you know, and I was okay because while I may not consider myself to be, I'm not a flamboyant queen by far, but I do cut up with with my people and all this kind of stuff, but I'm never going to present this whole entire masculine appeal and all of that kind of stuff but what i always loved about when i worked in environments in, in corporate america like nobody ever you know i was never the one associated with the gays even in high school like i i'm never going to be associated with a whole bunch of them um, but that was then you know but i don't know like as i as i grew i just kind of started dating more feminine guys my last two ex exes they did drag like one walked one walked the ball in drag and the other one Do pageants. I actually did a pageant last weekend, and my friends would be like, Oh, why are you dating a drag queen and stuff like that? And it kind of goes into what I want to talk about in regards to your friends. Like, you know, I've never cared what my friends thought about any of my exes because at the end of the day, I'm laying down with them. You know, that's my boo. You don't have to live with them. You don't have to do nothing with them. You know, I don't even need your approval. But I've noticed, and we talked about it like maybe a couple years ago on the show, maybe like when I first started. Like people feeling like they need to have some type of approval from their friends when they start dating these guys. You know what I'm saying? So um, my question to you guys is like how important or how, or what's the, I don't know how to phrase, say, uh, phrase the question, but like does your friend's opinion matter? I, I would, I would, I I guess I can say, like, does your friend's opinion matter about the person that you're dating? Like does that matter to you at all?
6: And if it does, A why bit. does
5: it matter? Okay,
6: why? Well, it matters a little bit. Okay, let's just, you know, for the sake of argument, I have a best friend, his name is Bobby, uh, and I've known him since I was a sophomore in high school, and we've been best friends, you know, over over 20 years. He knows me better than any person on the earth. All right, so when I'm, when I'm dating somebody, and, and, you know, a lot of times the things, because we we're so enamored, because we like them so much, we tend not to see their fallacies or their flaws. We tend not to see to see things that other people see. sometimes perspective happens from the inside and from the outside. so sometimes it's just good to get a, a, a pretty much what do you think of them you know and it's it's not like your whatever you say is going to be the deal breaker but it's good, it's good for me to get your observation as to what you see when you see this person and mm. also i mean my best friend Bobby has been pretty good about let's just say. He's not gonna work for you. And nine times out of ten, no matter how it delineates, he end up be, he ends up being right whenever he does say that. He's only ever said it twice in my life. But again, whenever he said that, it actually ends up happening. And mind you, I don't know if that so a seed or or what? But I I think that he knows me well enough to understand what I like and what I'm able to deal with and and who and who's good for me and who isn't good for me. Some even when sometimes I can't see it for myself because sometimes I'm either blinded by the loneliness because you've been alone for so long or the need for companionship sometimes or the fact that they're just probably remarkably cute and handsome and fine and this that and the third and it's hard for me to see the other flaws because I'm so concentrating on the things that they that they bring. All
2: right.
1: Now, I appreciate a friend's feedback on on a partner or somebody that I'm dating, but I feel like I spend more time with that person. You're only around them for a short period of time, and I know with me, I have a best friend, and no man that she's ever dated have I liked, but I think it comes from a selfish place. I know how I am as a man, and I expect her to date a man that offers the things that I offer or the things that I would do for a partner. And when they don't, I don't feel like they're, I don't know, I guess I don't feel like they're good enough for her, but I guess when it comes to the intimate part of a person, I don't know her intimately. So I don't know the pillow talk conversations that he gives her and stuff like that. So I'm judging Um from a different point of view versus what she's judging from. When it comes to me and how someone feels about who I'm dating, I'll listen to you because I want my friend to know that what they have to say matters to me and that I do care and respect and value their opinion. But at the end of the day, it's my decision. If that person... Is making me happy, or if I choose to make a complete damn fool out of myself with him, that's on me. Now you can say at the end of it all, I tried to tell you, yeah, you did, but it was my decision to make. I appreciate mm-hmm. all of the advice I give. Exactly. But that's what exactly. Exactly. To run around. Yeah. I'm done.
5: Okay. I'm listening. I'm just, you know, <laughs> baby, I don't give a damn what my friends say. Um. Uh, Rashawn, <laughs> 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 right,
2: right.
5: Uh, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I, I mean, I was gonna, I, I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. I will, like, I just don't. Go ahead, um, Rashawn. I'll, go ahead. I bet mean, no.
3: I, I, really don't. Um, I don't really care either. Like, I, I really don't have much time with the friends. Uh, and the boyfriend at the same time, right. if it is it's you know it's a, in a large setting or whatever, I do appreciate feedback or whatever, but it better be as generic as the the Walmart. What is that? What's that Walmart brand? It better be. As oh, great value, great value, uh, it
2: better
3: be. Because again, like you don't, you only. You only know the relationship of what you see. Now, if you're speaking to me on a personal level, like you know, now you know, bitch, y'all been together for these last seven months. You've been, you ain't been acting right. I'm wrong. Every time, I see, you know, if it's something you're talking about me personally, Rashawn Brooks about it, that's fine. But you're not gonna discuss my man about it because you only know what you see, and I'm only gonna tell you what I choose to my side of the story. Right. Like, unless I have my best friend, I, I do tell, I do tell her. Um, we have our, our conversations. I'm um, the best girlfriend and guy friend, and I, I, I speak to them both because they know me, and I'll tell them, hey, they be like, hey, yeah, I I did such and such, because I really want to hear, you know, cause, because I know they know me so well, they can really tell me, hey, this is, you know, da-da-da-da, whatever. But it's not going right. to be, you know, it's not gonna be no situation. You're not gonna bring him up. It's gonna be all about me. I'll call you and be like, hey, listen, bitch, me grill. What's wrong with you? This me that nigga. Uh, I can't stand him. We fight. What's wrong? What you do? Tell nothing. Right. Uh, what,
2: whatever. Whatever it is. What's
3: wrong? Why you do that? Da 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 da. What he say? What you right. gonna do? Okay. Now, when are we going to go shop? Like, move on. Like, it's not. We, we're. we I'm, I'm not even gonna allow you to to do that because then at that point. Uh, to, to speak on what I believe Kevin said, at that point once once they start speaking those those thoughts, that does plant seeds because then right. if it's not right there, you're gonna think about that conversation later. So then you're gonna be like, okay, well wait a minute now. Why did why did if this bitch knows me so well, why would why you know, why would you say that? So maybe maybe it is this or that. So then now you're finding different outlets to to situations to where they never would have been brought up if, you know, what I'm saying, you know, it never
5: would have been brought up. Well, I'm going to say this. And when you
1: open that door oh, go ahead. and let them say what they want to say, it's kind of like next time y'all have a conversation, they feel like they can go in on your man. And it's like, no, nah, you need to chill out just a little bit. <laughs>
6: no, 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 I'ma say, I'ma say I, I'ma no, no, I'm going to say this. No, no, this. no, no, no,
5: no. Hold on. no, no, I'ma no, 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 I'ma, no. I'm going to say this. Because I, I, cause I do have well, all of you guys are my friends, but I do have a friend on the line, like a real close friend, and Dante. So I don't want him to feel mm-hmm. like I don't. Care. You know, I, I'm gonna say this. I don't care what they have to say about him or my man, or who, I don't care what any of my friends have to say have to say about that. Because again, it's it's who I'm dating. But there are a select few, a very very select few that I care about what they have to say as far as feedback or advice in the event that I come to them. My friends are never going to come to me and say, B, let me tell you, I think you need They're not just going to willingly just drop this on me because they know how I am a person. I'm very analytical. I'm going to analyze my own situation, make sure that I'm doing the right, step outside of myself in my relationship and figure out am I doing the right thing, da-da-da-da. You know, that's the type of person that I am. But i'm going to, I may go to Dantez I may go to Kobe I may go to um there's one more Ricky i make those are the only three I, not even my best friend I will go to every <laughs> Cameron in regards to relationships. I have my own reasons for that, you know, but yeah. I go to these three guys for advice because I know <laughs> that they're really going to give it to me real raw and uncut, and I can appreciate coming you know I can appreciate um, I know Dante's will. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can appreciate it. I can appreciate it coming from them, and I, I'm not shading my best friend at 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 all cost. But I know the background of my th- those three friends. I know exactly what they've gone through in relationship, and I know that they're going to give me the best sound advice versus maybe my best friend who's not had as many relationships, who's had short lived or, or or non-existent relationships. So I'm not going to go to him right. for advice. You see what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I don't care what they have to say about. That's good. You're saying something. Yeah, I don't care care what they have to say about the man because I'm not going to say nothing about your man. But I do care about um, the advice that they give me in the event that I request it or I go out and try to retrieve it from them. So I want to be clear on that.
7: Um, Yeah, Mike, I I was going to touch on that as well. Um, I think – Um, Because I was thinking about a situation that I was in, and you actually did give me advice, and I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure you know what I was talking about. But um, outside of that, my friends' opinions, they don't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, they really don't or whatever. But, then there's a but, when my friends give me facts versus opinions, and there have been some facts. So when my friends give me facts, I take them in in full consideration. I don't. You know, sometimes I, you know, I don't know for sure, but I'm sorry if you give me facts and it's not just it's any of my close friends and my gay father. I've seen him just flat out tell me the and I hated it at that time, but he flat out told me what what was going on Mm -hmm. and you know I couldn't prove it. So you know, so at that time I did appreciate a friend coming to me. Now. I still chose to stay with that man. I still chose to continue on with that man because it was my choice to say, okay, well, I can't prove it. I did come to him with with a situation at that time, and then I told him I was like, look, hey, this is what was said. How how, how are you gonna come and defend this? Um, because it's more than one person has came and told me. Right. I've never wanted a friend's, i I've never wanted a friend's approval. Because I date who I want to date, always have. I've never wanted a friend's approval, but what I do want when I'm with them is acceptance. I do want them to accept who I'm with at that time. Now, whether you approve of him or not, that's cool, or whatever. But I do want to accept, accept him and have some type of tolerance. Of him at that time, if if, if that's even necessary, because, you know, I've been with some good dudes and hell, nothing has happened. And, you know, we just ended up breaking up or whatever. And nothing has came back bad about him. Hell, we just mutually decided this wasn't for us. So it wasn't friends always keeping something in my ear. It was my decision to break out of that relationship. But I do I do appreciate facts when it comes to a man. And a lot of people say, "Oh, well, you shouldn't let a man a, a friend come between your relationship." I don't, cuz I still ended up staying with that man. Even right. after that, I still ended up him. But opinions, eh, I don't care about. Like honestly, I don't. I cuz I'm still going to do what I want to do in the end.
5: I, I want to um touch on what oh. No, go go ahead uh Kevin, and I want to I want to
6: touch on something real quick and then I want to move to something else.
5: Uh I, uh, uh
6: well, what I pretty much was going to say is I think it's good to just have a soundboard with 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 you know with, with your friends, somebody that you can be able to talk to, talk about the good, the bad, the ugly and different when it comes to your relationship or not, and then that person be able to give you good sound advice or just listen or so forth and so on, and, and, and it doesn't have like an arterial motive or, or trying to break you guys up or something like that, because I think that's... You have to have an outlet sometimes, but sometimes you have to have someone that you can talk to that's going to actually tell you the truth. Yeah. And I think that's what happens when it comes to your relationships, And that's why, you know, again, I talked to, you know, my best friend because I know that he doesn't care who I'm with. As long as I'm happy and I'm smiling, he doesn't have a dog in that fight. He, you know, he's not like more than half of my, my boyfriends, but they never knew it, you know, and he never acted like that. And he never talked bad about them, You know, now after the fact, he was just like, well, I didn't like the third, but I still I still wanted to, I need you, you need somebody to have a soundboard. You need somebody to be able to talk to, to vent to, to have something to do that's going to have your best interest at heart. Yeah, I, I, I'm yeah.
5: not going, I, I, I'm just not going to. I, I don't really, I, I love that, that, you know, that person being your soundboard and all that kind of stuff, but I also believe that, you know, in relationships, whatever you guys go through, and it's good, again, like I said, to have somebody on the outside or whatever, but a lot of things, Everything I say this, everything does not need to be discussed with your best friend or your good Judy or whoever. Um, because, because nice. what tends to happen yeah. is that when you're when you guys are out, or whatever the case may be, it's like they damn they have a, a leg up on your man or they have a leg up on yeah, they do. on they your period.
7: Yeah, and right. so every
5: time they see him, they throwing they I've seen it throwing shade, throwing toot, or whatever because of whatever I had going on Let's with my lover. Whatever I had going on with my lover, I may have told you about it, but I got over it. I forgave them, whatever the case may be. So I'm, I moved on. But your ass, because I've told you, <laughs> now you have a stank ass attitude toward my man every time mm-hmm. that we are out. That's my man. That's not, that's what, that my situation was for me to forgive or our situation was for me to get over, not for you to, every time that you. That you see him or you're around him, you got an attitude, and then he got to bring it back to me, saying, "Well, damn, why your best friend always looking at me like that? Or I don't think your best friend like me, or you know, or your friend like you know, it's because you running off at the mouth all the time to your friend who doesn't need to know all yeah. your damn business. Because I guarantee no, you, on the flip right. side, they're not telling you all their business. So why, so why? Nah, tell that ain't hell? the reason
3: she looking yeah. at him like
6: that. Well, hey, okay,
5: nah, nah, you know what, huh. Dante's we going to move to the oh, next. Oh no, day That's after. a whole nother? <laughs> okay, that's a whole nother time. Yeah, we're not going to get on oh. that. I don't think we're going to oh, get on man. that tonight. Man. We're not. We ain't okay. got no time for that. One... No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. We're going to leave that one locked <laughs> up. Okay, but I want to talk about really quickly before I go to my web series talk Um, real quick. I want to... um The public displays of affection. I has brought it up earlier. Um, Like... How do you guys feel about that, like public space of affection? Because I feel like the black community a lot of times, like Dante said, it's, it's like we're still hiding, and I'm saying in general, like a lot of us are mm-hmm. still hiding from ourselves and, you know, not really – we say we're comfortable with who we are, but no, we're not because the minute somebody wants to hold our hand or the minute that we can only do public space of affection in the event that we're in a movie theater or under the table at a restaurant or in the club where we know it's, everybody is just like us. You know what I'm saying? But when we're out at, you know, uh, dinner, we can't sit on the same side because you don't want people to think certain things. So what are you guys' um, thoughts on public displays of affection? How is it for you? Do you do it? Do you not? And if not, why not?
1: Well, I don't mind. If you can oh, okay. go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, go ahead.
5: I don't mind showing
1: affection in public. The only time I'm mindful of it is when children are around because I just feel like, you know,
7: exactly. it's, not, That's exactly. it's not my place
1: to influence somebody else's child. But if I'm around mm-hmm. adults, I don't care. I'm all for it. Well,
7: okay.
6: I don't, okay. I don't care ahead. if there's kids around or, yeah. or if there's old people around mm-hmm. or if I'm standing in front of the church. <laughs> I'm living my truth. I'm in love with who I'm in love with,
2: mm-hmm.
6: and I'm going to kiss you when I want to kiss you. I'm going mm-hmm. to hold your hand when I want to hold your hand. Mm-hmm. Because the same rights that's afforded to everybody else is afforded to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: And if you haven't educated your kids on what the difference is between homosexuality, homosexuality, and loving who you love and love is just love, then that's on you. That's not my responsibility to teach your children. It's my responsibility to live in my truth and be happy. And if you want to be with me, then you better, you, you better be comfortable, or you should be comfortable, or you better get comfortable with the fact that I'm going to hold your hand, I'm going to kiss you because if you can kiss me behind closed doors, then you damn soon can kiss me on on the trick steps. Wow. okay.
5: Okay. Okay. I'm waiting for the next. I'm, I'm saving all my for the end. So, uh, uh, Don, well, we already know Dante has to take on it. Um, uh, Rashawn.
3: It doesn't. Um... It doesn't bother me at all, um I mean, I'm not always too much, but I mean, I hold the hands, all of that, like I don't mind i you know, I'll kiss anywhere. It doesn't really bother me too much,
5: okay um, I remember a time that I was dating this guy, we just dating, never end up in a relationship, but he stopped talking to me because. Um, he was very big on public places of fiction. I was we were dating, we weren't in a relationship and so I remember one day we was at Lenox Mall walking <laughs> and he went to Aldo or something and every time that wh- wherever we were at, he was always up on me and I was like, Damn, you know, move or whatever and so like he was trying to hold my hand, he was trying to do a lot of things in, in the public. And so um I was very much like uh uh-uh, uh no no and mind you I drove there. So needs to say like we stopped talking that particular day. He took the train home. I got in my car and hit it, and we stopped talking. And my you, I don't even, I don't even know this boy. I don't remember his name. I don't remember his face. I just remember the situation. It's like it's like 11 years ago, 11, 12 years ago. But I I, I just I, but I remember that instance um, because I remember he just dropped me like a bad habit. Well, not really dropped me, but he just kind of like you know what I can't talk to you because. you're not comfortable with who you are and this and the other. And back then I was saying, oh, I'm comfortable with who I am. I just don't believe in, you know, all this. Because at the same time, I still had not really come out to my family. I still really wasn't – I was only comfortable in my skin in certain situations in certain environments. And so just like how Davian was saying, like, you know, around kids and stuff like that. So I would very much be like, well, you know, kids are watching. Again, it's like 2005, 2004, whatever. Kids are watching. And I don't know what they think. I don't want them, to, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But now, let's fast forward: <laughs> 2010, 14, 15, 16. When I was really into, in love with someone, or whatever case may be, I just, I could, I noticed how I was in, in, in down in DC when I was living in DC, and I was just in the restaurant full of. There was no kids or whatever, but it was just full of, you know, straight folks really, um, or people I thought were straight. And we were just all on each other. He was on me, I was on him, Hold the hands, he kissed me. I think we was there for his birthday or something like that. And I was like, damn, I came a long way because I I remember how I was adamant about no, we're not doing nothing in public, you know. But then it came to a point to where I have to be comfortable in who I am and in my own skin. And like you said, uh, Kevin, if I'm, you know, I should have the, the same rights as anybody else. And at the end of the day, while I do respect kids and stuff like that, baby, they see more on TV than they'll probably ever see walking the mall, walking down the street or whatever the case may be. So they know what's going on. So, again, it's it's mm-hmm. going to be up to that parent to kind of teach their child. But I also believe in there's just still certain things that I don't think a child should see. So, like, I don't think two men should be all on each other kissing and, and feeling on each other and groping themselves. In front of a whole bunch yeah. of you know kids, yeah. that that is just off limits, you know what I'm saying? But you yeah. know, I, I, yeah, but but baby, you, you, trust me, I see it sometimes. I'm like, yeah, I don't. But I just noticed how other communities, <laughs> um, the Caucasian community, Spanish community, whatever, I just noticed how they. They live a more free life. And I'm sure they have restrictions in their own communities and, and stuff like that. But from what I've seen in the places that I've lived, they just seem to be a little bit more carefree. And I just wish that we didn't, as a black culture, have that whole thing of we gotta hide who we are. We have to be who we are in the dark. I, I can even tell you an experience just happened just recently. The day before the polls thing, I went to um, the Brooklyn Pride or something. And I and they gave out all, you know, they, when you go to these prizes, they give you all, all these paraphernalia, and memorabilia and all that kind of stuff. So I had, like, the little rainbow thing, right, the little rainbow little um, bracelet, you know. So I, I put a little ra- rainbow yeah. bracelet on, and I'm on the train heading back to Jersey. And don't you know, I started to take that thing off. I was like, oh, my God, I don't want. And I said, you know what, I am 34 years old. If I take this shit off and, and, because I'm scared of what people are going to think because of a rainbow then I there's some there's some more work that I have to do you know but I just caught myself because I was almost like hiding who I was and I think we still occasionally um, do that as a black as a black community we still kind of hide I'm gonna, who we are or, or don't want the the masses to to know who we are go ahead Dante
7: I'm I'm gonna say this as well I know that um, some people and I think this is my problem I don't even think. And I could be wrong mm-hmm. that it has to do with some of it has to do with, you know, coming out and being black and mm-hmm. how to uh, how our community perceives it. A lot of it with me, though, and I noticed with um, I know y'all, I, I don't know if a lot of people are familiar with the, the show Frasier, um, but the guy, uh, David Hyde Pierce, he ended up coming out yeah. not too long ago. And um it wasn't that he, he wasn't pre- he's white. It wasn't that he, he wasn't proud. He's he should he really should have been out, but um um he's been gay for years. He's had a lover and everything since he's been on the show and everything. And he just says he's a private person. Point blank period. He's a private person. And I think with me a lot of that, you know, even though I'm I guess public when it comes to I'm sociable. Um I like going out, talking to people, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I think But when it comes to my personal life, I'm a little – I'm very actually private about that. My close friends will know who I'm talking to, and, you know, if I want you to see it, and I know this is probably going to go into another topic, but if I want you to see it, if I want to post it, if I want to do anything, I'll do it. But when it comes to PDA, sometimes it's not even down to, oh, I'm scared I'm going to get bashed or – um. You know, I'm not with that, or it depends on where we're Because sometimes I, I do have an affinity for kids, and sometimes, you know, I feel like, damn, I don't want to give off this impression. And like you said, Micah, they do see more, hell, looking on Empire all day, every day, um, or any other show, the, the soap operas now. But if, um, you know, a kid does see that, you know, that's, that's up to the parents to educate them on what's going on in this country, this day and age. But what mine comes down to also is I'm a private person and I don't necessarily want all that attention sometimes. And I know, and like I said, I know that's a problem that I need to get over, but sometimes even when it comes down to, I don't know, when it when it comes down to even being in a car uh, with a guy and even, you know, somebody pulling up next to us and we, Embracing each other. Sometimes I look like, oh God, you know, and I, I, like I said, there's something I need to get over. But what it comes down to with me is privacy as well. Like, I don't need you all up in my shit. That's just it sometimes. So I think, you know, like I said, that's an issue I have to deal with. But like I said, that guy from Fraser, he had been gay for years. And everybody was like, oh, he's finally coming out. Or, you know, a lot of people probably just didn't care and already assumed. But, He was like, we live a very private life. You know, we're not walking around, skipping, holding hands. He didn't say it in that manner, but that's basically what he was saying. You know, they're not walking up and down uh, Fifth Avenue in New York because that's where they live, not walking up and down Fifth Avenue in New York, swinging, holding hands. They're a normal couple. and. What it comes down to is privacy, and he just wanted his privacy. That's it. And he's a public figure. I get that, but he just wanted his privacy. So I think that 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 runs hands hand in hand with why I I'm cool with PDA, but I'm still trying to get over a hump with it.
5: Okay, work in progress. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Um. Well, you know, I I, I was just interested to to see how um how you guys thought uh, about PDA and. And all of those great things. And I think, again, you know, it's everybody to, to each his own, you know, but I, I do believe that in the event that you're in a relationship with someone and, you know, they like it, you don't, you got to meet them halfway. You know what I'm saying? And and I think sometimes when you get, like how I did, I got into a relationship to where I was like, man, I love this man. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you, you, just, you have every right to love who you love, and y'all can – Hold hands and kiss and have a great time, but I gotta sit here and, li- and live in hell because of, because what I, uh, because of the fact that I'm scared of what y'all gonna think. I can care less. You know, it comes a long it comes it, it takes a long time to get to that point of being comfortable and and getting to the point of not caring what other people think. It, I mean, and I always give my my utmost to the to the ones that are very flamboyant, to the ones who go out and have be very are very androgynous and I I, get, I tip my hat off to a lot of them because it takes a lot of courage but I also admire people like that even like my cousin James who is Tony Braxton's assistant like I I always tell him I always admire him because a lot of what uh, the spirit that he had I uh, has I wish that I had you know coming up because he don't give a damn what you think how you think whatever I am who I am fuck you and who you know who, who care who don't you know if you care you don't care. I don't I, I don't it doesn't matter you know what I'm saying, so I always admire um, people like that or whatever, but again, you know to each its own and privacy is definitely key you know so I, so I get all of that because I'm a very private person too um I want to hit on this before we um close we have about twenty twenty minutes or so, but I want to talk about these web series um and there's a lot of web series um there's boy drama, the boy Next door, Atlanta and l a um the tag team buy the web series the out. But it's the Outcrowd, modern day black gay drama queens, my shady rainbow, climax,
4: about no shade,
5: him. free fall, and about him, which is my last one. Um, Woo. Woo. When, when when you guys decide, uh, when you decide to support and watch, what intrigues you about these web series, and what turns you off about these web series, and I really wanna have Dick. Da- no, I'll save Davian for last. So whoever whoever wants to say something first, go right ahead. But what intrigues you about these web series and just what turns you off about them? If anything, Some may not, you know, it may not turn you off at all.
6: Well, well, I mean, there's a lot of them out there, and some of them have intriguing storylines that you can relate to, and others have, like, some far-fetched storylines. But I think that, for me, I want to. I want the acting to not be so contrite. Like mm-hmm. there, there are some. There are some of the some of the web series that the acting is just. It's contrite. It's just over the top, and they're not well skilled actors, and so like having and I understand that. The, right. I mean, and 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 I think that by and large, it's like okay. I understand you want to get people from the community, and I think you want to. I think you want to get some of the luminaries that people will draw, you know, to draw a crowd in. But you have to surround those people with a supporting cast that actually can act, that will make up for their inability to act. Because a lot of the times, those exchanges and some of the scenes be so contrite that I just stop watching. The, you know, the my favorite one right now is about him because mm-hmm. all of them can act. All of them can truly, really act. They actually make you feel the moment. You're actually there in the room. You're actually understanding some of the things that they're going through. And you have, you know, the the brother is not as good as an actor as the rest of the characters. You're right. But the supporting characters, the supporting characters around them, around him, make the show feel good because they, you know, they, they act well enough for him. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I think and I'll, I think a lot of times the storylines. The only thing I don't like about most of it is they sensationalize sex. Too much they, yeah, they, they yeah. make it seem as if they make it seem as if our raison d'etre our, our reason to live and survive is to live for the next nut and that's not it i mean you know it's a, it, it's cute to watch every now and then but realistically if you're going to give a true depiction and and you're using your voice if, if, if you're using your voice you know and stimulating our voice then let's put a voice out there that actually talks about the realistic things that we do and go through and the struggles that we actually face day to day. Okay. Thank you so very much,
5: Kevin. Okay, who's next? Tell me about what intrigues you about these web series and, and what it is that um turns you off about them, if anything. Um, I, I I watch
3: but like like I mean from the acting point of view 'cause I'm 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 into that. Um, I'm very into the, the theater and all of that. So when I see bad acting, I can't watch it. That's why I don't walk, really watch the have and the have not. Like, I get into it, but I don't really watch it because it's so, it's so bad. So I'm like, I I can't watch that because i be mad just not be doing it. Um, But for, for the reasons like the sex, like, it's, it's like it's too much of that. I'm like, I want to see something that's really, like, it, it doesn't really have not necessarily anything to do with sex because, I mean, it happens. But, I mean, like I said, it always seems like it's all so the it storylines of the um the street walkers and all of that. Those be like all the movies that really become like mainstream, the story about the hookah or whatever. And so all that whole life or whatever. I wanna I need to see something that I go through on a day to day basis. And you know, just something
5: that's more realistic, more real that I I deal with. Okay. Uh Dante
7: Um, I haven't really I don't know I I'll I attest to it. I haven't really got into any of the web series. I just watched a few episodes of About Him. Mm-hmm. um, And it was very, <laughs> very realistic. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, <laughs> was, it was very realistic. And I was sending around the link. I was like, oh, okay. This is what I keep hearing about it. Michael's been telling me about it. I had a friend in Tampa that was like, bitch, did you see this? And. and they were basically telling me, it was like, they were asked, well, somebody asked me when I sent the link, they was like, what is this? Is this soft porn? What, what is this? <laughs> <You know? laughs> they didn't understand at <laughs> first. They didn't understand anything at first. It was like, I, I don't understand. I said, well, it's a web series. I was like, you can catch it on YouTube. I was like, you can stream it. And I was trying to tell them all the ways to get to it. Right. Um, I did um, actually support, um, Triangle, um, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, 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 of Carlos Harris and um, mm-hmm. Caesar, um, that work were, with were ballroom throwbacks. Um, I was supporting it as well. Um, has the new season <laughs> yes, came that back on? Oh, I
5: don't yeah. Think so. I think well, two- well, ahead.
6: well, I don't know what
5: season they are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay. okay,
6: yeah, me, I, me I, either. The, the acting is <laughs> horrible. Yeah, that, <laughs> a, 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 I, that, that. that, that Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's
7: what I've seen. I hate to say it or whatever, but how it was shot and everything else. Yes. Every,
5: every, everything way. is so up to par minus that. And and I I support, baby. You know what? I don't want to read. I don't. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I know I should state facts. I don't like to read nobody. Or whatever. But I'm gonna say this and we're gonna let Davian get in, dig into his what he feels about him because Davian's been a part of um, a certain series or whatever. But um, right with Triangle. I love that they have a lot of backing or whatever. Right. Um, I, I love right. that backing yeah. that they have. They have a lot of resources. They're doing the great things. They, they're getting it sourced out all over to different networks and, you know, all these little smaller networks. But, you know, over I love all of that. I love all of what they're doing, and I still support and respect what they're doing. Um, at the end of the day, well, on the flip side of that, I want. not say at the end of the day, on the flip side of that, I feel like, you know, I come from a theater background. A lot of people don't know. Well, Davian knows and maybe Dantes, but I come from that background or whatever. Mm-hmm. My, bro- my brother acts and, is, you know, has been on the have and have not, have, have done a lot of different things. Right. Or whatever. I just come from that background. So when I see bad acting, it makes me cringe. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I see this, y'all have a perfect, like it's just, It's well put together, the plots or whatever, but then it's like, then you just throw these people who don't have a clue about acting into this particular series or whatever. So then for me, I I don't want to sit here and cringe every five minutes. So what I'm just not going to do, I'm going to respect what you have, but then I'm just not going to, you know, I'm, I'm just not going to continue to watch because I can't. You know, it, you know, scenes going on for craziness and just – it's just like we're just sitting here acting in my – playing out acting in my living room, and I, and I can't deal with it. Another thing that I don't like is the fact that I feel like it's only as far as who they're recruiting. Maybe – I think now they're starting to pull different people now. But I think at first it was more so ballroom community-driven, and it was just like everybody yeah. that – you know, it, that, that frustrated me because it was like – Dang, like I'm sure it's, it's a lot. I know a lot more actors that can really get, you know, in on what y'all are doing, but y'all are only pulling from one community, which I thought was very well, one-sided. Well, let me let me defend that because I, I, especially when
3: that actually came out, I, I used to, I was kind of very cool with Caesar at this time, so we we spoke a lot. At at that particular time, Ballroom kind of was, like, very negative, and he was really just trying to get out there the more positive. So really for that reason alone was the reason that I supported it because that was his real passion because, you know, when people didn't, you know, saw the show, he was able to say, yes, these are all people who do this. So Uh look at this. So that's really kind of why and where that came from. So for that reason, I was like, okay, but then it, it was too many of them started to come, and then that's really
5: where I was like, okay, now nah, I can't take it no more. But oh, like, and you know, then
3: – The base of what they had, so
5: – But also, when you when you put something out there, um, I like variety, and I'm sure all of us – because at the end of the day, when we're watching a web series, we – like or we, not even web series, when we're watching something that is geared towards us or something that we like, we're always – I don't care if it's the Housewives of Atlanta
4: or whoever
5: – we're always going to be, be able to identify with somebody, with, with that character – that, that, that reality star, there's something about them that we say, okay, that's me in a sense, or I'm like the Nene, or I'm like the Kim, or, or whatever, like regardless if it's straight or, or gay, we can identify. And so I like the fact that with about, about him, I can identify when it came out to, when it comes down to, I can't tell all my business, but when it comes down to being young <laughs> and, and kind of playing, you know, kind of, you know, with the, the different boys, you know, from, you know, that whole community, and, you know, like, so, so I, that's what intrigued me, I, I liked the boys, the boys next door to a certain extent, because it was giving me very much reality, I didn't like Atlanta, but I loved LA, but then I felt like they were trying to push certain, like, right when I thought, like, oh, my God, this is almost could be, like, reality, but then it kind of pushed it to where it was like, okay, now you guys are just trying to make reality, and it's not coming off authentic enough for me. So, um, yeah, th- those, are, those are my little things about the triangle and, and about him. I love about him. I support it. Before that shit even came out on Tumblr, I was already on about him. I had already li- looked at all the episodes. I paid the 2 on the Signal23TV.com website to see the, to see the real, the uncut, um, episodes I, I support them because I can really get
6: into it so. Ooh, and that uncut episode they do what
5: yeah yeah they're, they're, they're pretty good but, but and I'm, let, let me let Davian talk, and then we'll talk, Davian talk and then we'll go back to the whole sex driven and, and, and the community and all that kind of stuff so Davian, what what is, what is your um, feedback or what do you feel about these web series you've been a part of some of them um, you know give me the rundown well, my, my, my take
1: is a whole lot different because, for me, that's 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 how I kind of got started as far as people recognizing me because mm-hmm. I started out on stage. But I did um, the pause campaign, and that's when people started paying attention to me. Oh, yeah, but I love that. When one. I look, back, when, when I look at back on projects that I did a couple of years ago versus now, I see how much of an amateur I was. What I appreciate about web shows, though, is that they give – us a chance you know what i'm saying i feel like sometimes when we look at a web show we already have high expectations because it's like this is a gay story i'm a gay man i want to be able to relate to the story that they're telling but you have to take into consideration that a lot of these people are amateurs and they're just starting out and we got to give people a chance to start out and there's also majority of the time there's no budget so the production quality is very low now, I feel like if you're on season two and three and and your quality still sucks like season one, then probably you need to sit down somewhere. But I feel like we got to give people a chance. With About Him, I like About Him because, for me, I've watched Henderson's project, so I've seen mm-hmm. his grow. And then I know a couple of the actors on the show, like Gary, and I and I know Raheem, and they're like really cool people, and
4: Mm -hmm. they have
1: great potential, and they're telling a good story. Now my only issue with it, I feel like when we place sex in the Mm storyline,
5: it has to make sense. Mm -hmm. Now
1: that one scene behind that trash can, as exciting as it was to watch, to me it didn't make sense. It didn't make any sense. I felt like it it didn't make any sense and I felt like it cheapened the actor's talent as well as the art, because what sense did it make? It went too far to the left. I feel like with art, we, we paint stories and we intrigue your imagination and we make you, you know, live in a fantasy world. That, that just was too up close and personal and kind of just like you was watching porn, but that was his art. That's what he felt like creating. So I, I respect him for that. But um, for me, So my own little selfless plug. So I decided to write and produce my own full-length feature screenplay, which we start filming in probably like the next 30 days. And it's a full-length film, and the reason I wanted to do it is because I felt like who else better can tell my story than me. Mm -hmm. I filmed on a TV show, and when I showed up, they were asking me, did I wear heels or did I wear lipstick and
2: Mm
4: -hmm. stuff like
1: that? And I was like, you know, I'm not that guy. I'm I'm just your regular gay man, and, and I'm okay with that but they have this stereotype that they think that we are. So I wanted to show something different. So that's what we did. And one of the guys from Triangle actually signed up to be on the project, Thomas Mackey. He's on it with me along with myself and some some other actors. But I, I appreciate the indie world because I feel like it allows us actors to be in control of our image. So in a sense, what you see is kind of like we control it versus somebody else saying, this is how I want you to present yourself. But I would like to see a different story being told. I don't want us to only be limited to love stories and sex scenes and stuff like that. Like we can do action and we can do horror or just different types of things and and stuff like that other than just the typical love story. But, I mean, my last thing is just like Noah's Ark. When they first came out, their acting was horrible. And I don't know if they really got better, but the production got better. And we just, certain some of us liked it just because it was a story that we could relate to. So. But yeah, I mean, that, I production,
7: think- that production was cheap, 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 cheap. That first, even the pilot. But I get it because that's how it is, or whatever. I get that, or whatever. But yeah, you're right. Along the way, Noah's Ark did get better. Along the way, even the production mm-hmm. got better. Along the way, you can tell there were some investors as well, and then their acting got better.
5: I, and I also think well, yeah, mean, like this- we were, we were kind of like not, I want not say forced, but we, we as a community gravitated toward watching. Noah's art because it was on television. So I think a lot of us were just kind of proud, like, you know, baby, right. we on TV, and it's it's about us, you know. And so we're gonna watch it. And and I think we, well, I know for me, I can't see it from nobody else, but I think where I would have, where I did cringe, I was okay with it because I was like, okay, you know, I get it, and I could and I could identify with a character because during that time it was about five of us you know what I'm saying? Always together, always doing stuff, always taking trips, always right. just so it was like, okay, that's you know, that's our sex in the city. That's us, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I get it. I hate I hate that it that it left or whatever, but it is what it is. Um Kevin, were you trying to say something?
6: Let's see. Yeah. I, I worked on Noah's Ark for the first uh 3 seasons. And and they were sponsored okay. by the um the Black Age Institute and um uh, some, small, some small grants from BET to try to make things happen. And I think that, like, the first season, yeah, it was a little bit contrite, but I, I, I think I valued the first season more than I valued the subsequent seasons because, I don't know, Rodney Chester, you know, he was, you know, the clown and his overacting, but that literally was the character. I mean, and that literally, he literally was the son of Zion, what Patrick Ian had ideally wanted him to be because Rod, I mean, Rod, Rodney could actually really act. But that's the character that they wanted him to play. And and I think that, I don't know, I think that the real, the realism in the first season, it mirrored my own life so much to the point. The reason why I enjoyed it, because, you know, uh, when I came out, you know, it was like seven of us, and we were always together. We literally traveled out of town. We went through relationships, breakups. We saw each other almost every day or every other day. We did three-way or four-way phone call conversation or what we used to call party lines and all of that. So I don't know. I, I literally, I enjoyed Noah's art. Um, and, and and I think it was because of the fact that it was on mainstream television or the fact that you could actually watch it on television um, and the fact that it was literally the first representation of gay black people in a positive image on television because, you know, we had queer folks, but they didn't show us. It wasn't about mm-hmm. us. It wasn't for us. It wasn't the... I don't even think there was even a black character on the entire series. Um, so I watched it though. <laughs> yeah, also, no, don't get me don't get me wrong. I love queer But I, I'm just yeah. saying as far as black as far as the black representation, it was the it was the pilot. It was the flagship show that showed us that we could be on television, that people would watch it, that we would be seen, we could be heard, and it wasn't all about negative stereotypes and, and negative images. So so you to so, be professional.
5: So so so, what do you guys think? You know, because the thing that I'm and I actually watched a, um, it was like maybe 50 minutes, and it's called if you guys ever want to check it out. Um, it's um it's by the Each Other Project on um YouTube, but basically the guy interviewed um, for of, like, the producers or the directors of these different um, web series. And so it says Exploring Black Gay Web Series. And I'll send you guys the link so you can see it or whatever. So he was kind of asking all of them questions, like, where did it come from? It was great. It was a great conversation. So I definitely want you guys to listen to it or whatever. But I feel I I, want to know, like, what do you guys think is going wrong? Because I feel like even while they're doing great things, there's so many web series out there, nobody's picking them up. You know, and my thing is it may not even be it may not even be that director, or producer, or whoever. It may not even be their thing for it to be picked up. But I'm sure somebody would love to have their their series, you know, actually be on logo or oxygen or centric or whatever, you know, so um some type of network. So where do you guys think they're not yeah,
3: America's not ready for a, a gay black series. It reality, yeah. It's pushing mm-hmm. it, but even with the realities, though, you have to think about it. The the ones that are mainstream,
4: mm-hmm. it's it's
3: what they already think of us anyway, which is the RuPaul's Drag Race. They all think that that's what we all do anyway. So yeah, that it's okay, it's great. That's magnificent. Everybody watches that. It's, I go to work, straight girl. So 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 would but you Sean, say? you watch
5: Drag Race? No. So what? So would oh, you man, say? I, I, I love it. Would you say that when you say um, they're not ready for it or whatever? So would you say? The world's not ready for it, or it's not. It's the it's the the, the companies and 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 it's, yeah, you know it's network yeah, the, the network. It's the money thing. thing. I mean, yeah.
3: it, the, the networks because they're they're afraid to invest and put that money out there, and then you know then they're the ones who put it out there, and it didn't you know it failed. It, it's going to take it's going to take really a collaboration. I think of really everyone who's really doing something now to really kind of to come together to put something together massive. Uh, that, oh, or I'll do
5: you, I'll do you. Go ahead.
3: No, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, like I saw, Um, if you've seen Tajik Hall's new. Um, oh, yeah.
5: I have.
3: I'm actually, oh my no, God. Next Friday. Next
5: Friday. I have Friday, I'm, tickets. I'm going yeah. to the show. I have next tickets. I'm going. Yes, I'm, going on, I'm yes, going on Friday. I have tickets. I'm going, I'm going, on, Friday. I'm
6: going on Friday. Next Friday. You, what? On the 5th? On on the 5th or the 4th?
5: The 5th. The 5th. So, y'all just going to take up
3: on
2: my yeah. talk time.
6: Oh, I'm All sorry. Right. Go ahead. We,
3: we, we got, yeah. but, but
6: Micah, Micah, I'll see you on the show Though I'll be there. Okay. okay.
3: Okay. Go ahead, Rashad. I'm sorry. No, I'm just no, i Um, but no, that that was I watched that more than I watched Beyonce's thing. Even though I know that that's not it. Oh. That's where it generated from. But that was the most amazing thing that I have oh, ever seen. Oh, it was amazing. Seen. It it, yeah. it, oh. it that that's my life story. That's what I would want to see. That's something I need to have on TV. I need to see that on the, the TRL countdown or something. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to bring that back for that. Like I would support that.
2: Oh. Like, that,
5: that do, was,
2: do, do you that, think?
5: And we got a couple minutes. I mean, we probably got five, if, if that. We really only got like yeah, about five. But I, I'm gonna ask this question and we'll we'll end it here. But. Do you guys think like I understand when you say it's a networks? You want to come together, whatever. But do you actually also think, David? You can chime in real quick if you if you want to. But do you think it's possibly that they just want to keep us in a box? They don't want the people to know that we are more than just guys and heels and makeup and drag and all of that. No. Like they're they're wanting to keep us no. in that box.
1: No, <laughs> I don't. No. What I, I don't believe just that I recently is that there's a company and they're doing a. Uh, It's kind of like a contest, but they put it online to where they're saying that there's not enough quality gay shows on Uh television and gay productions and stuff like that. And they're Mm -hmm. doing a contest to where they want you to pitch your shows, and the shows that get um, voted the most and um, Mm -hmm. that are liked, they're going to give them funding, and they're going to actually – Sending to a studio yeah. and stuff like that to actually produce them. So I think people are now seeing that it's not enough out there, and the stuff that's being seen isn't everybody's story, and they're trying to give right. up a variety. So, yeah, somebody's on it. Well,
6: good. The, the studios glad. don't care. The studios don't care. The studios won't get money. They want to make sure that it's going to be profitable, and they, they, they don't want to air something that no one's going to watch and waste all the production money. They want to make sure that people are going to watch it. That's it. All right. Well, guys,
5: exactly. I'm. Go- I, I love the conversation tonight. We've had a lot. We've had a lot to talk about, and I definitely wanted to to be um to be cognizant or just kind of like be you know supportive of the DNC and all of that. And I'm sure it's a lot that we could talk about politically. But again, I just want everybody to go out there and vote, do the damn thing, and and, and make some wise choices. Um, guys, I'm going to put you on mute so we can do the the closing of the show. I also am going to play. Um, back in 2015, I actually had a talent showcase. The guy who won, he's actually working on a project. So I'm going to sh- um, play a snippet of that, and then we're going to close the show. It's like a minute after that. So by the for the next three minutes, you know, just hang tight, guys. Um, and thank you everyone for you know listening and being supportive of the show. I, I really enjoy the conversation on tonight. So guys, hold the line for me.
7: My name is Mark Stevens, and this is Ring.
2: What do you want from me? Perfection Why do we disagree? Am I losing my mind? Am I kidding the best of me? Cause my enemy lives inside of me And I'm running, trying to wait free I need to quench this thirst cause it's tiring This shroud is taking me to my knees I can hear the voices inside of me begging, pleading, where is the rain? To replenish the shallow places in my sea of insecurities exposing every broken part of me. The things hidden from the world of sea can't take this dose of my reality. Oh I, I can feel the rain. Ooh. Taking off my eyes I'm no longer blind No longer safe Vulnerable Oh, that's a scary place Here comes the question In my head Am I good enough Will I be accepted Am I really chosen Do I want it bad enough where do I go from here? Is it too late for me? Please, the rivers flow before I let go. It's getting hard to breathe. Where is the rain? so we place these shallow places in my sea of insecurities exposing every broken part of me. The things hidden from the world to see can't take this dose of my reality. Oh, I, I can feel.
5: Well, that's actually it for tonight's show. I want to thank my lovely panelists, Kevin, Dantez, Davian, and Rashawn for a lovely conversation yet again. Thank you so much. Also. Thank you to each and every person that decided to pick up their phones and listen to the conversation tonight, as well as those who are streaming live from their tablets or whatever the case may be, from their computers. Thank you so very much. And remember, the same type of conversation that we had had tonight, you can have or should have with your friends and your associates because you never know where they may be coming from. And at least you'll walk away from the conversation respecting them, learning something, or, hey, you may not, but at least have the conversation. Trust me, you just never know how the night of the conversation will play out and what you will actually learn, okay? All right, so, again, thank you to everyone. Um, remember, if you would like to promote your next business, brand, or event, please email thetalkwithmica at gmail.com, talkwithmica at gmail.com. The Season 3 opener will be coming up very, very soon, so stay tuned for that. Um, and uh, remember to vote, V-O-T-E. Please go out and vote. If you have not registered, please go out and get registered, okay? All right. And before we go, as always, I like to leave you guys with a quote of the week. So here is this week's quote. No matter how many mistakes you make or how slow you progress in life, you are still way ahead of everyone else who isn't trying. I'll say it again. No matter how many mistakes you make or how slow you progress in life, You are still well ahead of everyone else who isn't trying. Until then, everyone be blessed.